Hey ladies, welcome back to the Whole Health Empowerment Project Podcast. I am your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian nutritionist. We are in the middle of our mental block series. So we've been talking about some of the mental blocks that get in the way when we are working on our health, wellness, and self-care goals. On today's episode, we are talking about fear and more specifically the fear of failure when it comes to our health. I know this sounds like such a crazy topic, right? Often we may feel like we are so ready to make a new, a new change and that we're in this excitement that failure is probably the furthest thing from our, our mind. And so today I wanted to talk about that because I think that this fear of failure is something that probably is in the back of your mind when you are starting something new, right? Because there may be some kind of fear that you don't really know what you're doing, but you're a little bit scared that you're going to fail. So, you know, I think a little bit of that is normal. So we're going to talk about when that hinders your health goals. So let's get started. We may be so scared of failing at something and a health goal that we've made, and we don't want to come to that realization that we're, that we are setting ourselves up to fail for the second or third or fourth or fifth or 10th time. And sometimes that fear puts us in a place of not wanting to step out of our comfort zone and take the risk again of making that health change because we're so afraid that we're going to fail again. Instead, we may end up being hyper-focused on the goals that we set that we failed at. And then this may allow us to not want to try new things or set new goals for ourselves when it comes to, when it comes to improving the health that we have and, and making changes that we desire. But this fear may actually be more about an underlying set of belief, such as not feeling good enough, not being good enough, not being worthy enough, than about your actual health. It may not have anything to do with it, even though it's presenting as such. So what does it mean when we talk about fear of failure when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care goals? Fear of failure may present itself in a way that you're unaware of. You may feel like you really want to make a health change so badly, but you're feeling very overwhelmed by this sense of fear that you won't be able to achieve it. I mean, who hasn't felt that, right? I mean, certainly I think when it comes to weight loss, that's something that's really, really prevalent because a lot diets don't work. And so most people have to get to that point that they realize that before they are successful at maintaining weight for the longer term. Besides that, just in general, whatever it is your health goal is, you may be too scared of what other people think or think of you, or maybe you're just really scared to let somebody down that you fail to commit to the change that you desire. So I think there's a lot of people that are scared that maybe want to be and get into shape, but they 
pre-COVID were really scared to go to the gym because it's a really scary place, especially if you have a past medical history or a past of going to the gym and feeling very uncomfortable. I can see why that fear would certainly be there. I mean, I've talked about lots of fears that I have when it comes to starting something new. So I'm 100% there with you. And this this fear barrier is something that I struggle with too. I mean, even in doing this podcast, I was kind of thought to myself, like, who are you? Who are you to, what does it matter? And, And why would people listen to you? Which is crazy, right? But I think it's just that fear of not wanting, not wanting to fail. Other ways, especially when it comes to our health, is other ways that it presents itself is that you may be feeling undeserving or unworthy of achieving what you desire. You may be too scared to fail, right? Like you've been down this road before and you don't want to be there again because it just feels so terrible, overwhelming, and uncomfortable. So when we talk about this fear of failure, let's really kind of like define a little bit more of what it is. So when it comes to, you know, this podcast is all about health, wellness, and self-care. So a lot of like these fears are probably really based in psychology. And so that is not my specialty. It's more nutrition as I'm a dietitian. So I'm taking, you know, extracting this idea and putting it when it comes to health, because I think what happens with health goals or people make it seem like it's so simple and you just do it and it just happens. But there's so much emotions that come into play when it comes to our health based on so many variables, whether it's our past medical, you know, our past history, the voices, I was going to say the voices in our head, but that would be that probably, I don't know, that sounds funny, but the things that we tell ourselves, right? So it is in fact, the voices in our head, but the things that we tell ourselves that probably aren't even true that we've reinforced over the years. So some of the things when it comes to fear of failure is that you don't feel like you can achieve the things that you so badly want and desire. And that you're again, worrying that you're going to let somebody down. So what are some of the consequences of letting the fear of failure get in your way when it comes to achieving your health goals? Well, I think being too scared and full of self-doubt, which is probably why you're feeling like really scared to fail, it can really hinder you from taking any progress towards anything that you're trying to achieve. So it may take, it may hinder just even making one step forward in the right direction in order to achieve the goal that you, that you so desire. It could also lead you to feeling some like stuck and overwhelmed in this feeling that you can't do it. And that's a horrible place to be when you have that sense of fear that it's almost paralyzing. And so sometimes that's one of the things that happens when you, when you let fear get in the way, the fear of failure. You may have a harder time recovering from any failures that you've had in the past. And all of us have had past failures when it comes to our health because because you're not perfect. And in order to learn what works for you and what doesn't work for you, you would have to fail. You know, when we really have this fear of failing when it comes to our health, it makes it very hard 
to recover in between what we perceived as we failed. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that because that's kind of some of the some of the things that we can do about it is changing our perspective when it comes to failure. But, you know, just acknowledging that the more that we, that we fear it, the harder it may be to recover in between times that we, you know, that we've had a harder time and we feel like we, that we found. You could end up self-sabotaging some of the things that you really desperately desire. And then overall, the consequence of letting fear get in the way is that you're not going to be able to achieve the health goal that you desire, no matter how hard that you work at it. And so with any fear, I think the only way out of it is through it. So let's talk about some of the things that you can do when it comes to trying to manage the fear of failure that you have when it comes to achieving your health goals. So first I would say shift your perspective from failure to feedback. And this is a really big one and I've had to really let go and try to figure out how to do this. And it's not that easy, but I think it is kind of a valuable thing to to think about. So a lot of times that when we are having this fear of failure, it can hold us back from moving forward with our health goals. And what it does is it focuses you on what you have failed on in the past. And so many of us are so scared for repeating this behavior in the future I mean, shifting the perspective from what you've done in the past, shifting it from failure to an information gathering session will really help you give you the permission to fail, first of all, and give you information that's going to be much more important when it comes to figuring out why your past behavior didn't work, right? So often when we're doing something, when it comes to making any kind of behavior change, we may fail to consider the nuances and the challenges of our own life with the goals that we're setting. We may choose something, a health goal that may not be feasible for us at that particular time in your, in your life, or you may not even be ready for the change that you're desiring. So looking back at your old behaviors and what you learned from them is going to provide you with a lot of valuable information. It's going to help teach you what has worked in the past so that you can repeat this process and have long-term success. So either way, all of us have failed at something and most of us, when it comes to our health, have failed many, many times, but that's how we've gotten to the place that it's finally working now. Or if recently you feel like you failed, this is going to get to where you want to be in the future because what you perceive as failure really is an opportunity to teach you what didn't work and why it didn't work and how to avoid it this time around. But so many of us punish ourselves for what hasn't worked and it's very hard for us to let go. And so then we're not able to move forward and that's how fear of failure holds us back. But I want to remind you that shifting from failure to this idea of great feedback is really where the learning and the growing happens. 
And so without having this step and this process, you would never be able to get to a place that you would learn what works best for your life. So I encourage you to shift your perspective and really start to have this place where you're not punishing yourself any longer for what didn't work, but instead start celebrating what you learned so that you're better able to move forward and achieve the health goals that you desire. Number two, in terms of dealing with this sense of fear of failure when it comes to health goals is vocalize your fear. Before I had started therapy years ago, I would live in this like fear in my head that I would end up like bottling any of the emotions that I had. And my therapist at the time who has since died and I, oh my God, I learned so much from him. He would always say to me that there's so much power in just acknowledging the fear that you have. And we would do so many examples and it took me forever to really figure it out and to get it a little bit more than I did at the beginning. And so in a lot of our discussions, it would a lot of times center around instead of avoiding the feelings, which would then for me anyway, lead to some kind of emotional suffering or physical stress, because it's like, you don't want anyone to know what you're doing, or maybe you're internalizing that fear and you're just filled with shame, but vocalizing it is really where the power is because once you vocalize your fears, it helps take the sting and the shame out of the very thing that's causing you so much stress. And so when you face that, you have that shame, then if anyone outs you, it doesn't matter because you already know it and you've already expressed it. And so vocalizing the fear that you have will help you rid yourself of this idea of failure. And it will help decrease that bottling up feelings because it will really hopefully promote you addressing it, describing it, and then moving on to, to moving towards it and, and moving, jumping right in the direction of the fear so that you can start to overcome it. I think with this vocalizing fear too, it's this way of having a little bit more compassion towards ourselves, And, you know, and with all, a lot of these mental barriers, cause we're still in the middle of our mental barrier, barrier series, there's a lot of like, we lack that self-compassion that we have for other people and that we talk to our friends so nicely, but we don't do that for ourselves. And so vocalizing your fear is perhaps a way that you're able to come back to you and to provide yourself some compassion and comfort that may help you address the fear that you have. And then lastly, embracing imperfection. I love talking about imperfection because I would love to say that I'm a recovered perfectionist, but I am not. I'm still working on that because in this podcast, I'm learning too. I'm not perfect. And there's lots of things that that I've learned and that maybe I can teach about, but then there's other things that I'm still in the process of learning because I'm human and I'm just like you. So there is no such thing as being perfect, much to my dismay. And you're going to have days when you feel like that you have everything figured out when it comes to your health and you feel so in control and that you can handle anything that life throws your way. And then you're going to have days when you think everybody has it together. I can't get my shit together. 
everything feels hard. Everything that I do is hard. Life isn't fair. And that's how it goes. Like anything in life, there's going to be periods where it's really feels easier. And there's other days when it's going to feel really messy and hard. And so embracing imperfection will allow you to take the risk without feeling like you have failed because you know that you're going to fail because you're not perfect and that's how life is. And perhaps embracing imperfection will help you feel more vulnerable and be willing to fail and have messy, awful days because that's what is required for true change to occur. And it's not fun. Nobody really wants to do it, but it seems like there's some people that are a little bit more willing to do it than others. And so I encourage you to be one of those people. I will give you a big fat permission slip to let the perfection go and really start to focus on ways that you can take good care of yourself and you can achieve your health, wellness and self-care goals without feeling like they have to be perfect because it won't be perfect. And it's not even something that exists. As I said in the beginning of this podcast, I am not a mental health professional, although I love therapy. I'm a big proponent as it has been super helpful in my own life. So when we talk about these mental health barriers, and today we're talking about fear of failure, if you feel like this is something that you're having a a hard time managing through, then perhaps with seeking guidance from a licensed or qualified therapist, maybe able to help you really rein in any of these fears that you have or any of the mental health barriers that you have. And I will always be a big proponent of therapy because I believe, and I have seen in my practice that people tend to have the best results when they're working with a dietitian and they're working with a therapist, because I just don't believe that when you're making health changes, it's not related to emotions. I think, I think it's oversimplified in the media and I just don't think it's that easy. I think a lot of times our health, wellness and self-care All of those things that we think about ourselves and the emotions that we have and the barriers that we have, like hinder so much of what we want when it comes to those things. So I encourage you that if you felt like you're really struggling with any of the mental health barriers that we've talked about in this series to seek a licensed therapist or any qualified um, specialist to help you. As always, I also do nutrition counseling. And so if that was something that you needed when it comes to being a little bit more on point with your health, wellness, and self-care goals, you can find me at Whole Health Empower on Instagram, or you can email me at info at TrishaRDRegisteredDietitian.com. As always, I want to remind you that whole health is not an impossibility but it will require you to become a little bit more aware of the beliefs that you have because you're not going to know how to change them unless you know what you think in the first place. And then starting to align your identity with who you want to become. And then once you know that, so once you know your barriers, you can really start to become more consistent in the actions that you can take to getting the health that you desire and that you deserve, by the way. 
None of this is about being perfect. Again, we're embracing imperfection here, but it's about being 1% better every single day. And over time, that cumulative effect of taking a step will have an impact when it comes to your health. And so every move forward is going in the direction of who you want to become. And so I want to remind you that you are worthy and worth taking this step. For true change to occur and for lasting change to occur, you need to take some kind of action. And even if you're super scared, the tiniest step forward will get you. It will land you in a direction that's maybe more than where you're at today. So I want to remind you to be kind to yourself and just think about some of the things that you're doing in your life and some barriers that you've put up and try to just kind of figure out a way that even though you have that barrier, you're able to take a step in the right direction of what you're trying to achieve with your health goal. I'll see you guys back here next week. Thanks so much for listening. I'm truly grateful and reminding you again that you are worthy and worth taking this step forward. Be kind to yourself and be kind to your friends. Okay. Have a great weekend guys. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.